Hello, Jan. So we last caught up with you. You'd had your chemo for. You weren't feeling that great at the time. And you've been through the wars since, I think. So yes. tell us all about it. Well, chemo four, I saw you quite early in chemo four, probably the sort of second week of that. And that was my last chemo. So that was a really good feeling. But actually, chemo four just seemed to trundle on with me not feeling really just under the weather. It was nothing major. Um, the normal things. I lost my feeling in, in my hands and my toes. And actually, here we are in January and I still haven't completely got my toes back. And I had loss of appetite, but I think chemo four was certainly not my normal third week feeling a lot better. It was fourth week and fifth week when I really just still felt under the weather. And I think that's to be expected, really. And I think being me, I just thought, okay, come week three, this is the last chemo, I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really only here, sitting here in January, in the last two or three days since I've got home from hospital and the operation that I've actually felt my mind is clear I've got energy and I feel completely different and it's really interesting because I moved house um, at the end of the chemo well I suppose while chemo four was trundling on just literally before Christmas and I thought right I can take myself on some walks around the village get my feet moving get some energy back And I found that I was getting so tired, just walking around the corner. I found myself sitting on seats along the way as I walked. And that went on really until, as I say, really recently. Mm. But the in the wars bit is the fact, of course, that the next big stage was the mastectomy, which I had just 10 days ago. That was on the 31st of December, wasn't it? Well, actually, it wasn't. It was planned for the 31st. And then Adam Brooks phoned me up a couple of days beforehand to say that they couldn't actually staff theatre for the 31st. But I was... Um, an an essential case because otherwise if they'd left it much longer there was the likelihood of me possibly having to have some more chemo because of the gap between chemo four and the operation so they rescheduled me for the 2nd of January so it it really wasn't just a few days back Mm -hmm. so that was all fine and I thought good and it's a big psychological thing really almost I mean it seems daft to say you're looking forward to an op but it's that I was because I thought that's the next stage. It is the next big milestone, and it shows that the chemo bit is all completely finished. So, um, yeah, into uh, the Addenbrooke's Treatment Centre for day surgery. Um, In the morning when I saw the consultant, he said, um, or the surgeon, he said, well, we could get you turned around and out within the day, but they weren't planning to. And then because I didn't actually go down to surgery until the middle of the afternoon, they were running late, um, then actually I came round um, and was taken into a ward at the Rosie. Mm. Um, in the Rosie? In really? the Rosie, yes, I Uh-oh. woke up in the Rosie on Daphne Amongst ward. the babies? <laughs> oh, no, I think it's I think it's gyny stuff up there. Okay. It's the sort of back end of the Rosie in, in Daphne Ward, and there were women with all, other women of a certain age, actually. We were all pretty much, you know, with other sorts of things. So we were quite a mixture. Now, certainly I was the only mastectomy in, in our little area. Um, so they told me I'd end up on Daphne Ward, and I had... My great mate, who'd been with me for all my chemos, was determined she would do the surgery day as well, so she did, and it was great. Because you have to wait so long. You're in for 7 in the morning, 
but then they process you and you just sit and wait and That's wait right. and wait. Mm-hmm. You know, with someone with a, waiting to go for a tonsillectomy, sitting along from me with her mum and her grandma <clears throat> and that sort of thing. So, And you, you, you can't eat and you can't drink No, I ha- when I came round, which was about half six, seven, back up on, on back up, I say back on the ward, on the ward, because um, I didn't actually see a bed at that point, um, and, and I walked into theatre. <laughs> so, oh, really? I know. Wow. I know, it's extraordinary. Um, so the only time I saw a bed was actually when I was in theatre, and, and then you don't remember it, do you? And then you get wheeled up. And I woke up on the ward with my drain and oxygen and a drip in the back of my hand, um, and, you know, a cup of tea and a sandwich, and I realised I well, I hadn't eaten for 24 hours and, you know, not drunk anything for 12. But it was amazing because I really didn't feel in pain. In fact, I went back to Addenbrooke's today for a check-up on the wound and the consultant I saw there, she said to me, well, can I just ask a question on the scale of one when you woke on the Friday morning? How did you, you know, what was your pain threshold? And I really wasn't in any pain at all. Wow. And she said that they've taken to putting some extra local anaesthetic into their surgery. So she said that's obviously working well. She was asking all the women mm-hmm. that she was seeing. So, yeah, woke up on the Friday morning, breakfast, attached to various bits and pieces. Um, and then the surgeon came round to see me, had a look at it said he was really pleased as far as he could see. There was nothing in the nodes at all, although they have done an axillary node underneath the arm, and discharged me by um, by the lunchtime. So just a day and a half, and, and I was home early afternoon. It's incredible how fast they move it's people out now, which is, which is great, because you don't want to be stuck in the hospital you for don't, ages. It's you not don't fun. sleep in hospital. You're no. not comfortable in hospital. You know, you're... Tr- uh, you're just much better in your own home. So mm-hmm. they sent me home with a bag of goodies, you know, various medication stuff, antibiotics and so on, and a, and a nice plan of when I needed to take those. And then, because I'd still got a drain in, which was not a thing of beauty, um, <laughs> and a bag to put it in, you get given this lovely cotton bag to put your drain in. Mm-hmm. And I said, what happens with that? And they said, well, we'll get the community nurse or the district nurse to come out and deal with that, which they did. So I was home by the Friday afternoon, Saturday morning the first of the district nurse team came and we looked at the drain between us. <laughs> he dealt with that, they came the next day and the next day and the drain was out on the Monday. So that all worked absolutely perfectly. I mean, it's not the nicest thing, but other people who've had other operations will have come home with mm-hmm. drains and bits of tubing and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's been fine. It's um, as fine as it can be, really. Was it difficult dressing when you had a drain in? Oh, crikey. Sort of loose clothing? Yes. Or? I mean, the funny bit was that a male friend of mine came to collect me on the Friday. And, of course, I, I was wearing trousers like I so often do and, a, and a, you know, a sort of T-shirt top. And, of course, I'd got this drain hanging out because I couldn't do my trousers up because it came across where the drain was. So, you know, I had to hope my coat would cover while I, you know, tiptoed out to the car park to get in the car and things. And then when I got home, I thought, oh, what am I going to do? And I just threw on anything. Sleeping is awkward. A nighty is a mm. complicated thing with a drain. Mm-hmm. Maybe just have a dressing gown on might be your best Yeah, you need, you need, and I found a, a blouse that I could actually feed the drain through. 
true. <laughs> and then, so my friend that came on Saturday, she looked at me and she said, I'm not having to deal with that, am I? <laughs> no, don't even look at it. It was in the bag. Um, but I did have an anti-clotting th- th- uh, in- injection, which I had to do myself. That lots of people have to do. It's a very short period. And they showed you how to do that. Show me how to do it on the Friday. You just grab a piece of flesh and, and stab. It goes count five, count five, put Whoa. it out. So, but you know, you don't feel anything. It's uh-huh. a strange thing, and that was a bit a bit of a shock. But it was fine. It was it only had to be I think five or six days of that, and that was easily done. So she said it was quite funny because people said, I'm not doing your injection or having anything to do with uh, your terrain. It's not pleasant. <laughs> I had to do that for my mother oh. uh, and give her injections. Yes. And they trained me in how to do it. Yes. But I didn't enjoy that. No. One little bit. <laughs> no, I have to say, I, I mean, I got very quick. I mean, as I say, it was only, you know, half a dozen lunchtimes I was having to do, do this. But, you know, but people that are diabetics and have other things are doing it all the time. So... Yeah. You know, but it was just something else. And then the drain went on the Monday and they came and changed the dressing on the Wednesday. So that was brilliant because sleeping was so much better. But it's healed really well. And as I say, I feel so much better. So I went back to Brooks today for them to have a look and they went <sighs> through their teeth. And so they, I have developed a seroma, which is not uncommon, which is a build-up of fluid under the skin which is like you get in any healing mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and it's nothing to do with the drain coming out last Monday because um, I asked I said oh should the drain have stayed no this is completely different so they've um, taken all the fluid off that today and I've been told firmly that I must wear my comfy which is this bosom shaped thing which is not a prosthetic because it gives a bit of pressure yeah. which helps dispel any fluid that's going to be there. And it makes sense, yes. Uh, which made sense to me. So I got a black mark for that, but very good <laughs> arm movement um, because the other thing is keeping the arm exercise going because I've had the lymph node under the arm. The danger is that the muscles in the arm don't work properly. And as a conductor, you really don't want... Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> no, I'm due to conduct something at the first week in February, so I really could do without... So I have a set of exercises to do, um, and they're very clear. I was to start those the afternoon I got home from the hospital. They're just, you know, the sort of typical things you'd expect. And today I was told I needed to move on to the other exercises, which means stretching up the wall and things. And certainly I can feel as I raise my arm, and I'm doing that now, listeners, there is a pull here, and that's what I've got to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can actually feel it. Yeah, it's strange. And that's what's got to be worked on. Otherwise, you know, your arm will seize up. Mm -hmm. So that's that's all fine. But it is important to follow all of these instructions. Hugely. And she said today, you can now they've taken all the steri strips off and things, and it's healing. She said, right, you must get it wet, and I must put some moisturising cream, not where the actual wound is, but around Mm -hmm. and underneath to, to... help the skin improve and give that flexibility and and that sort of thing. So that's all good. So I go back again on Friday because they've had to draw this fluid off. They want to have another look at that because it might have built up again. Mm -hmm. And then a week on Friday, I go back to see the consultant and that will be the results 
of what they've actually got out of the breast, although um, uh, the consultant surgeon that actually did the work said he was pretty confident it was clear. Mm -hmm. Um, But he said, you know, obviously we need the biopsy reports to confirm. So that will be a week on Friday. And then from there, they'll plan what happens next, which which is likely to be um, radiotherapy and the possibility of some further hormonal something um, that that will see me through, you know, so that will be back to oncology, really. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it and thinking about it. It's, you know, it's several months out of your life. Yes, but much better yeah. several months out of your life well, than doing yeah, nothing about absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, the diagnosis was right at the end of August and then I went on holiday and then the work started. <clears throat> and I've, I have felt strangely out of the loop of all the things that I do. But it's just extraordinary how physically, despite the fact I've got this great wound that goes from my breastbone to right under my arm, this big smiley thing, um, (laughs) it goes with the other smiley thing on the other side. (laughs) Um, But I just feel so much better in myself. So I'm... Psychologically, probably. I think it is the psychology. Somebody said to me, said that the other day, you know, this is the big second hurdle of this three-part plan for dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had a talk today about signing up to go to the prosthesis clinic. She said, are you having reconstruction? I said, no, very clearly not. Um, But she said, you know, you might want to do that, and it's completely up to you, the breast nurse, and I had this conversation. So, I don't know, really. I mean, I might feel differently when you get to summer clothes and things like that, Mm -hmm. in which case I'll be perfectly happy just to put something in the Mm -hmm. bra with a pocket and, Mm -hmm. which is what you're looking at now, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. something there. But I'm certainly, I'm personally not going to go the reconstruction route. It's more surgery and back into all of that. And I thought, actually, that's not for me. But if I was 10 years younger, I would be saying, yes, please sign me up. Yes, it very much does depend, I think, on your age. I did it last time, 18, 19 years ago, just coming up to to 50. And it was absolutely, whatever you're about to do, I'll say yes, because Mm -hmm. I needed that Mm -hmm. um, for where I was in my life. And now I don't feel, but, you know, who knows? Well, you're looking really well. Yes, everybody tells me, and I actually am feeling really well. I'm eating well again. I went for a walk with a friend on Friday, and I said, oh, I might have to leave you. I'll sit on the seat, off you go. But I did the whole of the walk with her, and I'm actually going back into my main activities now that I've been today, mm-hmm. and they haven't put a great you know, thing on. So I'm going to choir tomorrow evening. I've just contacted my primary school to say, right, next week I'm coming in thinking you idiot but I mean it's got to be done yes and I'll be driving it'll cheer you up it will I'll feel back in Mm -hmm. you know and I'll be driving Wednesday Thursday this week because this is healed enough for me to do that and we have to ask you're still wearing a cap on your head yeah (laughs) (laughs) the hair's not coming in or are you shaving it off it's no I'm not doing anything with it it's just beginning I think I'm still at what my cousin would call budgie one or budgie Uh two Uh I don't know I don't think your hair grows so much in the winter months anyway I don't know I think you're right I think I might be right so I'm yeah I'm still wearing my beanie hats and it's not enough well there's not a lot there you've just looked at it Linda Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's just yeah just a sort of haze down yes yes 
but that that will just teach them. I just wondered how it was how it was progressing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Everybody. I mean, I usually do this because mm-hmm. people are. It's the big fascination, really, and I look at it from time to time in the in the daylight. And the, but you have got eyebrows. I didn't really lose them, but somebody said to me the other day, "You've got more eyebrows." Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think so. I yes. think you might be right. So I think probably. You know, although in theory the chemo was out of my system by the end of November, beginning of December, it just takes time for the rest of your body to heal. That's right. It really That's right. Does. And having had the operation, yeah. your body would be focusing yeah. on healing the wound yeah. as well. Absolutely. Filling it up with fluid. Else. Thank you. And I think that's... <laughs> And I think that that's probably key. I think key. so, and I think it's. I think it is all of that that you've just got to give all these things time, and and not rush. And so, um, yeah, I have to say I will be pleased when you know I've got some short hair, and I'm not having to look at the hats in the morning and think, oh, here we go. <laughs> are you, you now know? bored with these nice I hats? I am bored they with are them. Nice. They are nice. <laughs> I've got three of these stripy jobs and, and various <laughs> other bits. And I, I did a concert in December, sang a concert in December with, with the wig. Um, she's with Teresa. With wig. Teresa. She's <laughs> sitting upstairs still looking at me. I conducted two carol services in Histon in just literally the week of Christmas and I wore a sort of fancy thing with with a sort of flower and things and people said it looked very sophisticated because mm-hmm. I couldn't cope with the wig and the conducting. Mm-hmm. But no, Yes, it's, it's a good. bit scary just in case. I thought it might go... <laughs> <laughs> so I opted out at once. But no, it's... But I, I am feeling better than I felt... Uh, for months now, mm. really am. Well, it could just be losing the, the tumour. It could be. It could be, because all that went a week ago on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. I mean, people say, gosh, you know, you've lost a breast. And I said, no, I've lost my cancer, thank you. That's yes. gone. And that's absolutely that's the, the way to look at it. For me. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, it could well be, because although, you know, the chemo has shrunk it and done its stuff, it was still sitting there, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to take the body a little while to heal and recover from that. But I just, I am feeling so well. Yeah. I, I really, really am. Mm-hmm.